What is up you guys? We are back for day 11 and we are on part two of our fitness and workout motivation. So we left off talking about the feeling of knowing you have to change something but you're not clear on the underlying reason why you want it so you don't have that motivation to do it, you may actually find yourself having a little bit of a breakthrough today. And for some people that have actually had the same conversation with, they actually got a little bit emotional. So don't think that that's not common. Um, so like I said yesterday, step one in transforming your body in any physical form is going to be to figure out the reason why you actually want it. But like the heartfelt reason why it kind of like pulls at you and what the opposite of that would actually look like. So if you were to keep going with the extra, let's just say five pounds that we typically always have, right? If you were to keep going with the extra five pounds, you know, like every month, and then it just keeps getting out of control and you fall off track and then you indulge in whatever food and you're not working out and it just keeps going, what does that actually look like? two years from now, what does that look like in your health, in your life, in your loved ones, like that affects other people later on? What does that look like in five years from now? If you were to keep going down the same path, who are the people that you are affecting that you love the most? Even think about possible opportunities that you could miss out on because of it. What you could be missing in the future. That's really not just why you want it. It's also what you will be missing out on possibly in the future. So think about, think about it as what type of disservice that would you be doing to yourself right now that will ripple in the years to come that you may not even be thinking about now. So when I tell you this, I'm not going to share his story, but I have a story of someone who, you know, this was the path they were on and these were the things that they were thinking of and that is really what drove them to to start changing and living a healthier lifestyle and being dedicated to it. But that's the number one thing is figuring out your deep-rooted reason why. So secondly, okay, second, what's holding you back right now? Like for real, what is holding you back? And that's not a mean question. I don't mean it that way. I literally mean you've got to figure out where the excuses are and what's not working for you. So for me and my the part or a part of my story was... I teach, obviously, I teach bar classes, and obviously that's in a gym, and I honestly didn't want to pay for a membership to another gym, and 
typically if you train or you work at a certain gym, you don't necessarily want to work out at the same gym because sometimes people can't distinguish if you're actually on the clock or if you're not. They don't mean anything rude by it, but it was... For me, it was, okay, I teach at this gym, so I know that if I am going to work out in a gym, it's going to be another gym. And I really didn't want to pay for that membership, I'll be honest. So it was kind of about that, but that was just kind of my surface level answer. When I teach in class, that workout is for them. That class is for the people who are showing up for that class. That is not my workout. So for people who think, oh my God, you taught three classes today and you're gonna work out. When I teach a class, again, that's not my workout. I am more concerned about them getting a good workout, making sure they're not in any position that could harm the, their bodies, making sure their form is right. It's not my workout, but when I want to do my own workout, I honestly rather not work out in front of people at, the, at a gym. <laughs> I, I, I have, but I found that all the guys are just kind of messy. Not all of them. Some of them are kind of messy and they leave really heavy, big weights on the racks. And then I, I can't even use that piece of equipment or I find... I end up talking to someone and I don't really focus on my actual workout. So even hiring my own personal trainer, you know, being a trainer myself, we still have to have a coach and, and a trainer sometimes, but I find that I end up talking half the time and I'm not really focusing on the workout. So I know it's just not my thing. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a very private person. I might seem super outgoing sometimes, but when it comes to me and my personal workouts, that's my time. It's actually time that I value and it's my jam. It's what I do for stress. It's what I do to get um, my creative juices flowing, to get a clear mind, all of it. My time to myself when I'm working out is my time. Do you hear my dog in the background with this squeaky toy? Now's the time for him to do that, right? Sorry about that. I'm not going to edit this. I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> okay. So, sorry about that. My time to myself I don't really want to share that energy with other people, if that makes any sense. Like, not in a rude way. It's just something that it's just my time when I'm alone. And I, in the beginning, the thing that held me back, I guess, was not really like the whole gym thing. I'm just giving you some some background on how I came to where I am now and how I got rid of my excuses. So... You've basically got to find a solution that works for you. And when it was my time in the beginning, the thing that really held me back was me being not consistent. <laughs> so I would work out and I would work out kind of randomly. I didn't track it when I worked out. I didn't track how long I worked out. I didn't follow a specific workout program. I made up my own workout routine, but I wasn't consistent. And I would, meaning I wasn't consistent with a plan. I would work out 
but that workout wasn't necessarily going toward an end result. It was just like, okay, I worked out today for 25, 30 minutes. I did this, this, and this. Instead of me having a routine, a plan, a program. So you've just got to be able to find a solution. You've got to find a solution that works for you. Whether it's getting outside and walking or running or working out at home like I do. I have worked out at home for the past five years consistently. I can tell you this. Following a plan that was laid out. It's just the way I keep going and I have no excuses now. So I had to figure out, okay, I was, I was saying I'm not going to work out because I don't want to join a gym or I'm not going to work out today because I don't know. I, I did a walk, which a walk is a workout for some people, but here I am teaching, you know, classes and in fitness. So a workout is really kind of my warm up. You know, you, you can't compare where you are to where other people are on their journey. But whether whether it's getting outside and walking or running or working out at home, like I said, like I do, it's just the way, for me, working out at home is just the way I keep going and I have zero excuses now. That's what I'm getting at. I have no excuse. It works. I have my little set of dumbbells. I've got my garage space. I've got my music. I've got my resistance loops. I've got all the props that I need. And I have, I have Nemo and Noodle with me to make noises when I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> but it's changed the course of my life. And I had to figure out what was holding me back from being consistent. And I had to make my, my journey to be excuse proof. So let's just recap. Number one, why? What, what's making you tick? Like what's the ripple effect of what your choices are gonna be going toward? And what is the decision The decisions that you make today, what do they look like today and what do they look like in a few years? And then secondly, you've got to make it excuse proof. You've got to figure out a way that you can maybe start your day before everyone else to have time for yourself or maybe even at the end of your day and that you can plug in and have time for yourself for 30 minutes, 25 or 30 minutes where you're working out. Maybe you don't need equipment at all. I don't know. Maybe you don't need to go anywhere or maybe you need to see people. Maybe you're the opposite of me. Maybe you need the social aspect of it, but you've got to have a plan in place that is consistent. It just, if you want to reach your goals, it can't just be a random thing. And then the third one is you need a buddy. You need to have some level of accountability. And a lot of people miss this one. They think that it's not important. They think that it doesn't really make a difference. And they feel like they don't owe it to anyone to check in or <laughs> to be held accountable. And whether you're an introvert like me or whether you, where maybe you don't necessarily talk to a lot of people or want to share that with anybody. Um, you know, when I first started my workout journey, I guess, being more consistent and actually on a planned out program, I shared it on my social media. And if you guys have been with me long enough on Facebook, you know, 
I shared it and it was it was more of an accountability thing. It wasn't like, hey, look at me, I'm working out. Like that wasn't it. It was about, hey, I showed up. And then the day that I didn't post till later, uh, you know, I, I thought, oh, I didn't show up today. So that was my own accountability. I mean, now we have our little fit gym group, which is totally private. And um, it, it just allowed me to document it. But now our online fit gym is like an all women's get together where we can talk about everything and anything. And there's also a tracking app that we can use. So it, what it does is when you don't show up, you know you're going to hear from somebody. And if you're in my group and you haven't showed up in three three days or so, you know you're going to hear from me. Not in a mean way, but just like, hey, you might have fallen off. Come on, that's what I'm here for. Let's get back with it. And the other girls in the group, they can see when you don't show up as well. So you're showing up for yourself, but you're also showing up for your team. So there's a certain level of accountability there, you know. And again, it's not like you're letting anybody down except yourself. It's just something that has changed my life completely. It's an extra layer of accountability and having that check-in point completely changed how consistent I was. And I told you that's where I was lacking. I figured it out. I wasn't consistent. So by me having a check-in point and that extra layer, it completely changed how consistent I was. And when I did it over a long enough period of time, they say 21 days to make a new habit, right? Well, if I committed to a program for 21 days or more, it was like, okay, great, habit sealed. And it changed the way that I live my life. I, I swear to God, it literally changed the way I live my life. So number one, why do you want this? You gotta dig deep and you gotta figure out what you want your life to look like and what you want your life not to look like. So sometimes the not is the kicker. Sometimes you're like, well, I know I don't want it to look like this and if it, if I keep up what I'm doing now, it's going to look like that. So sometimes that's the kicker. And number two, what's holding you back? You've got to make your plan excuse proof. So if it's, I don't feel like it when I get home from work, I don't feel like changing, I don't feel like going to the gym, well, then you need to set up a little spot like I did in my garage and you just need to make it excuse proof. You can push the coffee table out of the way. You guys know that I've got the Fit Gym and I've also got Tone and 10. You, there's no excuses, you guys. You can go outside and walk, make it a consistent thing. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan. And then check in, right? Um, and then you've got to have, number three, some level of accountability. This is the piece that most people miss. And this is the piece why you allow yourself to fall off. Because you end up just quitting on yourself again or giving up on yourself again. And you're not being held accountable, so there's no consequences. Not that anybody's going to do anything to you if you don't even. But you feel good about yourself when you're held accountable and you actually do what you said you were going to do. So... A, that level of accountability, some level of accountability to something like our group or to someone that you can check in. And that is honestly what has transformed my life. And I hope with this podcast that you had some ki kind of breakthrough. If you did, I hope that you would be kind enough to share that with me. Um, 
but yeah, this this could have been an emotional podcast for some people. So I am definitely aware of that. I've had plenty of conversations with people that have had a lot of breakthroughs when I did a coaching one-on-one session talking about these things. And, you know, my example is not about your journey. I'm just giving you what has worked for me. And I know that with these three things, the why do you want it? You know, you got to dig deep. Why do you want to lose weight? Why is it that you're like, you know, that didn't work for me before? Like dig, dig deep and you got to know what you want your life to look like and what you want your life not to look like and then go from there. And then number two, what's holding you back? Make it excuse proof. No BS. What is holding you back? And then number three, you've got to have some level of accountability. And that could be something or, or someone. And that's it. So I hope that I hope that you found this podcast helpful. It is part two of two. So make sure that you listen to day 10 prior to us having this conversation. And again, I apologize about Noodle getting in the little episode there. He grabbed a little squeaky toy. But I'm not going to edit this. This is a live version. So I'm going to go ahead and post it in our group. And I hope you guys have a fabulous day. I will see you next time on The Daily Grind. Bye.